One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews, author interviews and book reviews. How are you all doing? Well, there's this podcast group that on Facebook that I'm a member of and everyone, if you know, if they've got a query, they put something on there and they get lots of helpful suggestions. So I just thought, well, let's see what they say. So I put something on about, you know, what are your thoughts on the podcast? And people get saying... The podcast is incredibly long for book reviews, like averages nearly an hour, and yet its title is Quick Book Reviews. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, never thought about that. So they said, why not do some short versions? Because I said there are people that like the long ones and I don't want to disappoint loyal listeners. So they said, that's fair enough, but why not uh, try and trim the long ones down if you can, but also do some short ones. So here we are. I have got, now you may remember that I used to do something called five in five, five questions in five minutes. Well, there were several of them that I didn't get to use, but these books are still out there needing to be read, guys. And I thought, well, if you don't like the five in fives, you, uh, you you may leave me here. Thank you for joining me. But if you want to hear more about these books, then why not? Let me tell you what books we've got coming up today. So we have got uh, Jack Jordan's book called Do No Harm. Then we've got The Accomplice by Steve Kavanagh. And then we've got That Bonesetter Woman by Francis Quinn. Straight away with Jack Jordan. Now, Jack, joined me for a full interview in a previous episode, so you can hear that if you wish. But these are just some very short, snappy questions to find out more about his book, Do No Harm. So, Jack Jordan, author of Do No Harm, you are welcome here today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Well, you have five questions in five minutes. So I look forward to hearing your your answers for this. The first one, can you summarise your book for us? Yeah, definitely. So Do No Harm is about a heart surgeon, Dr. Anna Jones, whose child is abducted by an organised crime ring and they give her an ultimatum. Either she has to kill a patient on the operating table or she'll never see her son again. Fantastic. Wonderful. Your next question, who is your favourite character in this book? And it can't be can't be your main one, so it can't be Dr. Anna. Oh, okay, tough question. Okay, I think it would be Detective Inspector Rachel Quality. Um, she's got a real heart to her and she's going through a lot of pain, so I, um, I feel for her a lot. So, uh, yeah, I'm protective of her for sure. <laughs> yes, I can understand that. The third question, can you describe your book in three words? Oh, um... Heart pounding, pardon the pun, mother led, and 
unforgettable, I hope. <laughs> I love how you just come out with those. Fourth question, what was your favourite food and drink you consumed while writing this book? Really good question. Um, lots and lots of sugar. So um, <laughs> lots of very strong coffee and usually flapjacks or brownies or something sweet from the cafe till. <laughs> um, and your last question, what has been the best moment so far in your writing career? It's definitely been this publication of um, Do No Harm. This launch um, for my publisher has just been an absolute dream come true. And I've just been um, enjoying every single second of it. Um, and I'm, yeah, I'm just so grateful for all the lovely readers who have been so lovely about it. And just, yeah, the best publishing team ever. So, yeah, I've been on Cloud9 for a year. It's been phenomenal. Wonderful. Well, Jack Jordan, author of Do No Harm. Thank you ever so much. Oh, thank you for having me. Next, we've got Steve Kavanagh, whose latest book is called The Accomplice, although Steve's got a new book coming out this summer, which is very exciting. Steve is one of my favourite authors, a go-to author if ever there was one. He just consistently writes fantastic books. Uh, not that any author here doesn't, but yeah, Steve is sort of the top of the list for me. So let's hear Steve answer his five questions in five minutes. Steve Kavanagh, whose latest book is The Accomplice. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much. Lovely to be back. Well, lovely to have you here. You have your five questions in five minutes. Your first question, Ooh. can you describe your book in 30 seconds? Yes, it's about a woman called Carrie Miller who finds out that she is married to a serial killer. The FBI are searching for him and he's gone into hiding. However, the FBI find that there's evidence which tends to show that not only did she know her husband was a serial killer, but that she acted as his accomplice. She is put on trial, and Eddie Flynn, our con artist turned trial lawyer, has to defend her. Perfect. That's a very good summary. Well done. Your second question, can you tell me who your favourite smaller character is in this book? In this book, smaller character? Yes, there is a waitress who's only in the book for a page, a waitress and a grill cook in a diner in New York who were really fun to write because one of my characters is quite neurotic and picky with his food and gets into a bit of exchange with this waitress and a grill cook. And it's really, it's sort of a, I sort of laughed out loud writing it myself. How bad is that? But I, I really enjoyed writing those characters. Oh, that's wonderful. And next one, can you give me three words you want people to feel when they're reading this book? Tense, excited, and afraid. Those are much better than mine. I came up with surprise, involvement, and trust. But yours, no, yours are much better. They're great. great. You know. Yeah, I take those. I'll, I'll give you the Fantastic. prize for that one. The next question, what food and drink did you consume when you were writing this book? Oh, God. I don't really do... I, I, coffee, really. I don't I don't really eat anything when, I, when I'm writing. Or when oh, really? Occasionally, people will, you know, somebody will bring me in a biscuit. But <laughs> normally, it's just left there. Well, I don't, when I'm writing... Coffee, copious, copious amounts of coffee get poured down my neck while I'm writing. So is food the reward when you've done so many words? Yeah, I mean, be, yeah, it could be. I'm going to have a, going to have a bit of lunch, going to have a sandwich then. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. 
but to trace your wife isn't standing over the the keyboard with a Mars bar or anything to, to keep you no, typing. No, no, <laughs> no. Maybe it's a good idea. <laughs> that might help me write a bit faster. It would help me. That's that's for sure in my writing. Last question: What's been the most memorable moment so far in your writing career? Very hard to say. What I've had so many memorable moments. I think winning the Gold Dagger or the Thigson's Award would have to be one of those. It was was very, very special for me. So, yeah, one of those moments. Excellent. I can't separate the two. <laughs> no. They were, both, they were both an equal shock and delight. Well, and just, yeah, such an accolade, a well-deserved accolade, but still both memorable. That's great. Well, Steve Kavanagh, whose latest book is The Accomplice, thank you so very much. Thank you, Philippa. Now, the final one today, as I mentioned at the beginning, is That Bone Setter Woman, written by Francis Quinn, another book I have really enjoyed reading. So let's hear Francis answer her five questions. Well, it is my huge pleasure to welcome back to the podcast Francis Quinn, whose latest fantastic book is called That Bone Setter Woman. Francis, welcome back. Thank you. It's nice to be back. Well, you've got five questions in five minutes if you're ready for this. I am ready. <laughs> Your first question, can you summarise this book for us? It's the story of Endurance Proudfoot, who uh, set in Georgian London, and Endurance is clumsy as a cart horse, strong as an ox, <laughs> and wants to be a bone setter, and she isn't going to let the fact that she's a woman stop her. What I love about your books is that I'm... I don't forget them. You know, they are unforgettable, both the characters and the story. But you, the next question might be a hard one. I don't know. Who is your favourite character? And it can't be Endurance. It has to be another okay. one. I'm going to say Aunt Ellen. So Endurance and her sister Lucinda, um, when Lucinda gets into a spot of bother, are packed off to London to live with Aunt Ellen. They've never met her before. There's been a bit of a family feud. And Aunt Ellen is um, a businesswoman and she's no nonsense and she's not very pleased about getting these two young girls to live with her but she gives them the best advice she can and she's quite strict but she's got their best interests at heart and by the end she's become a sort of mentor to them so yeah she's she's my favorite I people keep asking me if I'm going to write a sequel if I did it would be it would be a prequel giving you Aunt Ellen's story yes that'll that'll do and those great characters that you just yes want to hear more about so if you could get right in that prequel that, <laughs> that would be marvelous so it might be an obvious one but the next question is what inspired you to write this particular story I wanted to write another story like my first book, The Smallest Man, about, well, based on a real historical character and a real historical character who was a bit on the edge of society, who didn't really belong. And I stumbled across the story of Crazy Sally Mapp, who was a bone setter, who was a pioneering woman bone setter in Georgian England. And when I learned that she had a beautiful sister who became one of the most famous Georgian actresses, and that Sally herself was clumsy and big and always said the wrong thing. I just thought, what were the dynamics in that family? And that's when I knew I had my story. 
Oh, wow, that would be wonderful. And we should just say your lovely cat is making soft noises in the background. Yeah, sorry about that. They, no, may, they may not remain soft. She's quite loud. She's head of publicity for the book, so no, we're, we're absolutely fine with that. Okay, the next question. Can you give us three words that you think describe this book? Heartwarming, funny. Oh, oh three words. Um, interesting. Yeah. And what a... What a great story it is. Okay, your last question. When you were writing that bone setter woman, what food and drink were powering the process? Always tea. Well, tea throughout the day. Wine if it's been a bad day. And if it's been a very good day. And oh, let me see. Snacks. Probably cheese and onion crisps. Oh, which brand? Oh, I my favourite would be McCoy's. But I will have pretty much any cheese and onion. But they've got to be cheese and onion. I don't hold with cheddar and balsamic vinegar or any of that. (laughs) (laughs) And so if it's wine when things are bad or good, what happens on a mediocre day? Cup of tea. Cup of tea. Tea pretty much all day. I'm practically awash with tea most of the time. (laughs) Well, that's fantastic. Uh, It's just wonderful to hear about this glorious book, Frances Quinn, who's written That Bonesetter Woman. Thank you so much. Thank you. Fantastic. Well, those are your books. Hopefully three, if you haven't already read them, might have given you a further taste uh, for what's involved. Let me just have a recap. So first of all, we heard from Jack Jordan, whose book is called Do No Harm. And Jack has a new book out this year that I'm sure I'll be telling you about shortly. Then we heard from Steve Kavanagh about The Accomplice. And Steve's got a new book out this summer. And then we heard from Francis Quinn about That Bonesetter Woman And I haven't heard if Frances has got another book out this summer, but the minute she has a book out, we want her back on the podcast because that woman can write. So those are three great books that I've really enjoyed, really commend. And there you go. There's three lots of five and five. I'll leave you to enjoy your day. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Quick Book Reviews podcast. That's enough books, said no one, ever. See you again soon. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.